0: Welcome back to Coffee with Craner. I'm your host, Lyndon Craner. Today I'm here with Dean Litster at Armando's Pizza. He's a uh, world-renowned pizza chef and has won many titles. Uh, He's the owner of Amherstburg's Armando's Pizza, and uh, you can see the pizza tats on his his arms there, so you can tell he loves pizza for sure. Uh, Featured in the Pizza City You've Never Heard Of documentary, won Chef of the Year at the Canadian Pizza Summit in 2018. Holds the title of best pizza chef from 2019, and uh, has really redefined pizza making. And if you've been uh, around the Amherstburg area, area in Windsor Essex, his uh, Detroit Sunday deep dish pizzas are definitely to die for, and uh, you'll have to try it. So, Dean, I'm excited to have you on the show to talk about pizza and your love for it, yeah, and how you got started.
1: Yeah, it started like any other job. I applied to Armando's as a 15-year-old kid. And they just hired me on and started teaching me how to make pizzas. And I was folding boxes and grinding cheese and kind of just like work my way up from the bottom. You know, I went to school for radio and TV broadcasting. And I felt like that was the direction I was going to go in. And, uh, you know, at 21, they asked me if I wanted to manage one of their restaurants, which is one of their busiest ones. And, uh, you know, I I took that opportunity. And that's when I decided, like, if this is what I'm going to do as a career, I'm going to go all in like i want to be so far in you think that something's not right with this guy anymore and uh yeah I pretty much just went from there they saw that i was taking a really serious interest in wanting this to be my career they started investing more in me like my uh my boss john he would invest in me and send me to pizza classes he sent me to the pizza expo to learn seminars uh and together we were growing uh together and you know, we helped grow uh from the three stores that it started out when i was with them to the 10 stores that we're at right now. And yeah, it's it's been uh, quite a journey and I'm still learning. I have a pizza class next week. I'm gonna go and take in Toronto with uh, like a pizza maker I really respect. And uh, yeah, so yeah, it's been a journey. Once the, the tattoos
0: came, did your, did your bosses at the time really know you're starting to get serious? <laughs> they knew before that. <laughs> I think that that
1: just was what sealed the deal. And yeah, I know it started with one and then just uh, kind of, Snowballed yeah. into, into this situation you see today. Yeah, and we talked about this a bit before
0: we we aired. Uh, I asked if you ever get sick of pizza you're making yeah. and I imagine consuming. You have
1: it. You. No, I don't get sick of pizza. Even yesterday, like on my days off, I have a couple pizza ovens in my backyard, and you can find me there making pizzas. Awesome, even on my days <laughs> off. So yeah.
0: Well, and, and he's really creative with with the toppings and the way they're uh, they're made. It's it's incredible. I, I've never seen a pizzeria that had so much a thought into what they're making. Uh, it's not just your traditional pizza and I talked about that in the documentary as well. Like the, the recipes that you're coming up with are fantastic. Uh, I, I personally like the, uh, pickle pizza that you have with okay. the mozzarella cheese and, uh, the baking crumbs as well. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Um, can you talk about, uh, I mentioned the toppings of course, yeah. um, but what sets your pizza apart from other, uh chefs in in the area really across the world because you've won award for it.
1: Yeah, sure. Um I like to think that like I'm just not afraid to put in the work. So sometimes it's harder to take the long way, to do it the right way, to not cut a corner here or there. And that's what I do. And I pride myself on the integrity that I bring that my pizzas are always high quality and everything is always like made well. And actually I have a surprise for you. We talked about coming up with something together here. So this is the pizza that we came up with for you. So the timing is perfect, actually. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. You sent me a list of the things that you liked. Uh, this is something that Lisa and I kind of thought up together. And I mean, I didn't really give it a name, but it could be maybe like the LC or, or the crane. But it's got a ranch base on it with uh, pickles, chicken, bacon, and uh, banana peppers and some red onions there. I think that that touched on all the things that you liked so uh, I wanted to create if this was the idea is is like it's like you just talked about what sets me apart I want to do things that are fun I want to work with people in my community that I think are great and I think that you're great for the community of Amherstburg as a younger voice uh, on town council and being able to actually move things forward in a direction that it's not just stagnant things Mm -hmm. are finally like starting to move along I do the same thing with pizza Yeah, large supers are the most popular pizza in Windsor-Essex, but for a good reason. That's what makes Windsor pizza, Windsor pizza. Yes. But I wanted to progress that to another level. So it's still Windsor pizza dough. It's still Windsor pizza toppings. It just starts to transform a little bit. Like the Detroit style with the pepperoni paradise is the shredded and round pepperoni. And obviously round pepperoni in Windsor-Essex is like a crime. People are upset. (laughs) Okay. That's why I like to use, I use both. And I feel like that can help set me apart a little bit. And then even our pepperoni paradise, it has them three ways. The pepperonis are cooked so that they're crisps and then they're crumbled up on top of the pizza as well. Wow. And that provides a different flavor, a different texture. And all of those things together can help set my pizza apart or help take you on a culinary journey in your mind. Like some of those pizzas are very reminiscent flavors of like going to Joe Louis Arena as a kid and yes. the pepperoni pizzas there. And yes, I know that it's not the same pizza, but it still can like give that vibe. And like, yeah, food is is subjective to that those things, and it can take you on a journey to yes. somewhere you were as a younger kid. You eat at one point, you close your eyes, remember there. and like it takes you somewhere different. Wow, I, this is this is awesome. So, had messaged me a, a bit ago and asked
0: me what favorite colors and then uh, uh, things I eat. Yeah, whether it be good on pizza. Yeah. <laughs> i probably sent to the most random list
1: ever. <laughs> we came up with some things. I think that this yeah. is going to be nice and this is something that I'm going to roll out on the menu in the next week or so. Like We wow. can talk a little bit more about it and uh, yeah, we can get some yeah. fun things going together.
0: Awesome. Well, it looks delicious. We might as well
1: have a bite while we're eating here I or we're sitting seen. here. Yeah, might as well. Here. <laughs> For you, my friend. Awesome. I mean, it looks good. So, yeah, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. like it's probably going to be okay. So I'm a big fan of the,
0: the hot peppers. Um, I love chicken, the bacon, the red onions. This is really going to be to die for. So let's let's dig into it.
1: I feel like the house-made ranch helps give it like a nice layer of richness on there. And then you get the acidity from the pickled pepper there and the pickles to kind of cut through that richness a little bit. Mm -hmm. Wow. Very good. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's a good slice. I'm not upset about it. No, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I, I like working with people in the community. I love collaborating with other chefs. I love collaborating with other businesses. Wow. Windsor, Essex has a ton of talent to offer, and I think it's important that sometimes, as a group, even though it's a small community, it's important to continue to work together. Yes. So that's I always I really find joy in that. I like working. I have tons of friends that own restaurants. Mm-hmm. I try to. know, we pick each other's brains on food and restaurants and menu items, and a lot of times we're like, "Well, let's make something together." Yeah, and a a lot of your ingredients are locally sourced. Yeah, and I try to get as much as I can from here, especially now that we're in summer. I'll usually go down to some of the vegetable stands and I'll make deals with the the farmers. I'll try to get as much stuff locally brought in as I can. Yeah, this is this is amazing.
0: I have to say, the hot peppers adds to the the flavor. Um, Those colored, tri colored uh, hot peppers in the jar are to die for. So it's like a mix of like a sub. I'm finding in a pizza like all in one. It's like an open-faced lunch. We're right there. Exactly. Yeah. So this is this is delicious. Uh, so if somebody wanted to order this, what what should they say?
1: What are we thinking? Should probably call it. Uh, should probably call it the LC. The LC. The LC. Okay. After. Lyndon Crane. Crane. There we go. Yeah.
0: Make sure you order it. Uh, this is this is awesome. Um, and just going into some of our other questions here. Um, how do you, because we have great ingredients in front of us, how do you select those ingredients? Cause I know not everything mashes with, with another on a pizza, right? Like, how do you
1: so match them? Either when I go and I'm looking to create a new pizza, I'll go to sometimes a market or like a like I like going to Fred's a lot cause they carry a lot of unique produce. So I'll go there or I'll talk to Gabe, who's like the produce manager there, and ask what kind of fun stuff he has. And he knows exactly what I'm looking for at this point now. But I usually go in and I try to find something that either I know exactly what flavor profiles are going to work with that or something that seems really odd. And and people are going to be like, well, that doesn't belong on a pizza. That's my favorite item to try and pick and start working on. And there's uh, a book called The Flavor Bible, and it can help you understand flavor pairings of ingredients so a lot of times you use that when you're really stumped or when you're trying to come up with maybe something that's a little bit more off the beaten path that seems odd but classically they should work together because they all pair with each other
0: and what's one ingredient that people are just like it shouldn't be on a pizza but then they try it and they're like okay this is good
1: any fruit (laughs) so in in another month when blueberries are in full swing here I make a Detroit the Blue Betty. It's a cream sauce with spinach and braised fennel, chicken and blueberries and some balsamic reduction. And people like blueberries. I don't get it. But in order to get a perfect bite, you have to hit all the flavor senses and sweetness is one of them. So if you don't have sweetness, you can't achieve that perfect bite. So when you hit that perfect bite, you have to keep eating more. You can't stop because it hits every flavor sense properly just the way it's supposed to.
0: Blueberries on pizza. Blueberries. Okay. And yeah. I imagine the the blueberry just it mixes in with whatever it's being cooked cooked with. Like, And the- we put
1: them on like fresh. And they like kind of, uh, as they cook, they'll like pop a little bit. And you'll get some of the juices. will run off on them. And it gives a really like nice purple kind of hue into the pizza. And yeah. Yeah, that one's really good. The one with pomegranate seeds, again, was really good too. But people sometimes can't wrap their heads around things. So that pizza doesn't sell well. But it, I thought it was one of the best pizzas on the menu that month. Even pickles, like I I find with some people, they're like, pickles on a pizza.
0: Yeah, Like, yes. Yes, why not? Now, you you can't have a pizza. Like, I personally can't have a pizza without pickles on it. Okay. It just doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Um, I I love pickles. Um,
1: What's your favorite pizza? Honestly, I like a just cheese pizza. It's the benchmark to a pizzeria. You can't hide behind it. You just put three ingredients out there. If they're not good, they're not good. There's no hiding. But if they're good, they're good so yeah. you know and everybody here we're all using galati cheese so galotti cheese the sauce that you make like that's the that's the testament of a pizzeria yeah like I, a, mar- a good margarita like if you can't make a good margarita what chance do you have at making a good different pizza yeah so that's kind of like that's where i'm at people are always like well that's weird because i i do like stuff like this but if i'm making pizza to take home tonight and eat for dinner it's gonna be just cheese just cheese. Just just okay. Cheese.
0: Yeah, I, I think Gelati would be, uh, or would gelati. be a, a great uh, next guest, I think, on the show because they're their cheese is everywhere. Yeah, you could it's, try. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, and now for someone that wants to be in your shoes and they want to be an aspiring pizza chef, what would be your advice to them? Should they start like just working in a pizzeria from, uh, like you said, folding boxes? How should they they start? Just
1: it's It's not even about... Wanting to be a great pizza chef or to be great at anything, you just have to pour yourself into it. So, you know, you're going to have to make some sacrifices and you're going to have to give it 110% even when you don't want to. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've been doing, I've been in this business for 22 years. And like, yeah. there was a lot of times where I didn't think this is where I still wanted to be. But I decided, like, this is what I said I want to do. I'm going to keep pushing because mm-hmm. no matter where you are, you're still going to have a bad day at your job. Like, yeah. it's going to, like there's a life's having a perfect day every single day it's impossible yeah. sometimes even still like right now like we're installing a new point of sale guess what it's a huge headache and it's making me question every decision i've ever made in life but <laughs> tomorrow will be a new day and everything will be okay and we're just going to keep pushing and yes you know i surround myself with a good team and you know people that i try to inspire to want more and to work harder and i always feel like if they see you work really hard it can inspire them to work hard And yes Really, like I tell my guys, whether this is what you want to do for the rest of your life or not, applying yourself is a great asset to have at any point in your life. So Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I completely agree. And it's I don't think often that someone uh, in your shoes, so they start, you said 15, right? Yeah. And it's been in the same career since they started. Like you found yeah, what you loved I right st- at the
1: beginning. Yeah. And I started with Armando's at 15. So yeah. it's like just been at this one spot. Yes. And, you know, I've worked my way up, like I said, with them from pizza maker to corporate pizza chef partner franchisee and like that was the progression that I wanted and you know they it it goes both ways I had to do the work Mm -hmm. but I also needed somebody who wanted to believe in me too yeah so I was thankful that they believed in me gave me lots of opportunities that I took and ran with them like that's how it usually works people give you an opportunity and it's either sink or swim and some people take the opportunities lightly and others take them very seriously and I take every opportunity that I get is very seriously. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it shows in the business. But like now at today's generation, you go through like I've worked, I don't know how many different jobs now, and I'm, I'm still figuring out, you know, what's what's the end goal? Yeah. And that can be hard sometimes uh, for you. What was an indicator? This
1: is what you want to do for you know your career. It just seemed like when I first started managing, it was if you do X, Y and Z, You can get to the goal you want which for me was to own a store yeah so i was like okay well this seems like a more clear-cut path than most might have Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna do it but from like that day to the day where i owned a store was probably 10 or 12 years in between that so it wasn't like okay work hard today and tomorrow you're getting that It that it was a very long process and i sometimes feel like A lot of people don't want to go through that length of time they want more of an instant gratification which sometimes it can happen Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. usually in life it It doesn't like that so unless you win the lottery yeah i guess yeah that comes with its own set of problems just like anything so no it's it's just been a lot of work and um just a lot of not giving up is Mm -hmm. really what it came down to there was a lot of times i wanted to give up and just throw in the towel and this isn't for me and then there's like no defining moment that made it go, Hey, guess what? You can buy the store if you want. It was just all of that cumulative work getting there, make it be like, okay, you can have this now if you, yes. if you want to. And if you know, obviously I didn't get it just handed to me. There were still a lot of things that had to happen, but yeah, yeah, no, it's just hard work. Yeah. yeah, It's as easy as that. Um, and
0: you mentioned there's those challenging days, obviously, aside from today's point of sale system that's going in, um, what's another, I, I guess, challenging point in your career so far that you had to overcome?
1: Sometimes it's finding the right staff, um, being able to motivate them still to want to be able to give you a hundred percent. Cause it's like, I just said, everybody has a day where maybe they weren't feeling well when they came in or you didn't give a hundred percent. And there's those days that even people, we have to like get through those days still together. Yes. Even days like challenging would be like, uh, like today they delivered the wrong produce. So now I've got a make some phone calls, you know, it's not impossible, but it's just an added layer of things I have to do to the day and then oh, the other supplier didn't send the right ground beef today. Okay. Well now, do I want to use it or do I want to you know, stick to my integrity and say, no, that wasn't what I wanted. So I'm going to replace it. So it just turns into a lot of like almost putting out fires at times, but uh, that's what you have to do as
0: an entrepreneur business owner, right? It's It's,
1: it's always a challenge. There is no days where it's just easy. Um, yeah, it can be on cruise control for a little bit, maybe a week or two. And it'll go into autopilot, like, but there's always something. Yes. things always come up. You work with, you know, 25 human beings. Like everybody has intricacies in their life that make things shift and move around. So mm-hmm. I mean, I try to be as real and as understanding as I can. And if you can't make it, okay, we'll try and figure it out. But that just doesn't mean it's going to be a fun time that day. That's all.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, true, true. Yeah. Um, what what does an average day look like for a, a pizza chef and a, and a franchisee
1: owner? Like, What's I, I like? don't live far from here, which I'm really fortunate. I love being, um, I love being close to where I work here. Yep. And I love Amherstburg is a, a great town. Mm-hmm. So you know, I come in here around ten or eleven. I work the lunch, and then at about one thirty, I go back home for like an hour or so, hang out with my dog, just kind of relax, and then I come back and work dinner. And then i place my orders and do my office work and i go home and it's kind of just like that every day yeah and you know i have a manager that runs my store really well for me and her and i work together very closely at finding maybe new staff members or re-implementing a new system or like i don't i don't hang my hat on what we've done here is like it's the best i'm always in the constant pursuit of making a better product What's next yeah so it's not even about yeah, this pizza is great. But like, I'm in the back every day, how can I make this pizza better? There was nothing wrong with the one I made. Yes. But I want it to be better. Yeah. And a lot of that now, like we're, we're looking more into how the oven's working, and how we can change its setup to make it cook the Detroit's a little bit better. That's what I'm working on right now is the Detroit cooking. So that requires some, you know, online research, making phone calls to the oven company now, and maybe, maybe talking to other people who sell Detroit pizzas with the type of oven I have, which is what I've been doing. And, you know, between all of those things you start putting together, like, what am I trying to do? Can I buy those parts? Is that what I want to spend my money on? Okay, let's just do it. Yeah. You know, I bought two parts for that oven, it cost me $700. And it made the pizza better, like way better. So it's like, okay, so there's really
0: a science behind it. It's not just, you know, it's all the behind the scenes things that that take place with the oven. And you know, the type of ingredients, how you're crafting it right it's uh i I imagine it's not as easy as as someone would think right like i've made a pizza at home and it does not go well (laughs) at all (laughs) uh,
1: it's just a lot of like uh constantly wanting to be better yeah and and not not thinking that what we put out today like yes it was great but Mm -hmm. tomorrow's can still be better and it's like that with every single product inside this restaurant Whether it's sourcing ingredients, I'm looking, what can I get for a better price that's still of a better quality? Because I'm not willing to ever cut quality for price. I charge my pizzas accordingly, which sometimes they might seem a little pricey, but like I'm. You pay for quality. I can't sell something I don't believe in. So, like, I can't buy inferior products and sell them for the same price and feel good about it. Like, I just can't. So, I don't. And that's part of what I believe is the integrity that I bring is that if it doesn't meet my standard it's not going out the door mm-hmm. whether that's a produce uh, an item a pizza wasn't doesn't look right it's not going out we're going to just start over the customers deserve the best always yes and i and i feel like that's what we kind of bring to the table here in amherstburg and i we bring like that big city restaurant vibe yeah but here out in a small town yeah like i have five portable debit machines where a lot of other restaurants don't and like yeah. i have a great online ordering platform and I constantly reinvest in my business and my patio and my dining room and to make the store be the best it can be in every mm-hmm. aspect because I want people here. Yes. I want people to come to this place as a destination from Windsor, Essex. So absolutely. And it really
0: is this patio is, is amazing. You have to, to come try it out. And there's a new there's a mural that you can't see here, but it's right behind us that uh, local artist painted yep. as well. Uh, to wrap things up here. My final question would be what's next for Armando's uh, Amherstburg or yourself?
1: Well, Going to just uh, continuing on the pursuit of better pizza and and trying to double down on what we're doing here in the community, trying to get more people in the door. The dining room was a piece that we've spent the most money on over the last year. Uh, COVID obviously changed the way the dining mm-hmm. looks for everybody. Yes, so exactly. I've tried to like I like to be different, so I'm trying to do something different. I'm the only fast casual restaurant in Amherstburg, Uh and I do that in order to keep the cost of the food low. So I feel like if we can kind of all split the duties up a little bit. Yeah. And when I say that the customer just orders at the counter, that's their only split with me. Because yep. you just order at the counter, I bring everything out to you. I can keep my prices low. I don't have a server, but we still take really great care of our customers. So continuing to try to innovate that process is what we're working on mm-hmm. and trying to make the dining room a great place that people want to be inside of for Amherstburg. Yeah. And just trying to keep being like a leader in the pizza community of Windsor. Like I just want to keep being, like on the forefront of pizza Absolutely. competitions anything you name it i'm always looking for more yeah yeah no it's there's exciting
0: stuff here you have to come check out armando's amosburg beautiful space beautiful dining room patio uh delicious pizzas you have to try the lc uh what is exactly on this we got chicken pickles
1: so it's going to be ranch base which are ranch we make in house and i can tell you the amount of ranch that this community loves oh, I'm, yeah. I'm probably going through about 20 liters of ranch a week we also sell it in a 500 milliliter pouch that you can buy in the store and take home with you for future use. You can even put a straw on like a Capri Sun if you so desire. But circling back here, it's ranch base with the Galati mozzarella, the chicken, some bacon, some banana peppers, and some red onions. And like I said, the richness, some acidity, a little bit of heat, some nice textures on there. I think oh, that the pizza is really gonna shine. I, I, I love it. Try the LC today.
0: Visit Professor Zah, Dean Litster at Armando Zamasberg. We look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, everyone.